Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Sip. I am your host, Connor Bland, and this week we are joined by Nate Huntley. You may recognize that name from our first season if you haven't listened to either of those and know what uh, Nate Huntley does here in our office uh, through LifeWorks. I encourage you to go back and listen to those, but for now, we hope that you guys stay tuned. All right, welcome, everybody, to... um, the Prepare for Impact studio. We are joined this week by Nate Huntley uh, of LifeWorks here, also uh, soon to be Most Holy Reverend, I think in some years. No, wait, you are ordained now. I am. Huzzah. I am. All right. Sorry. He doesn't call himself Most Holy Reverend. I do. I do not. Um, <laughs> and then Lydia is here as well. Jeff is Unholy still Reverend. out of yeah, the, the least holy of these. <laughs> And, uh, and Jeff is still in Africa, so we will uh, be seeing him probably on the next episode of the SIP. But uh, so as per uh, a little bit of inspiration from the uh, Ladies Week SIP that happened last week, uh, we also dug into this uh, table topics game that, uh, that we somehow found uh, floating around here in the studio. And... Uh, we wanted to start off by by asking um, each other one question out of these, and so I'll I'll ask mine first because I think that uh, this is a great beginning icebreaker. So, in which activity would you like a lesson from an expert? You're asking both of us. I'm asking everybody, right. including myself. I think I even have an answer for that. But and for me to become an expert? No, no, to... no. So you what? In what activity would you want a lesson oh. from an expert? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, whoa. I think, for me, since while you guys are thinking, since I just dropped it on you, um, it's it's really between two. One is coffee. Any Anything, either coffee roasting, coffee making, I know I'm a bit of a nerd. But the other thing would actually be fishing, because I have really enjoyed fishing a lot lately. But I tend to have hit or miss days where I'm either nailing it or I'm getting absolutely nothing. So to learn from an expert what I need to do as far as tackle and gear and stuff like that, to be able to catch a bigger fish in a, maybe a more technical area than like a city lake. Mm. <laughs> um, I think that's what I would do because why wouldn't you? So. Makes Fair. sense. Yeah. Fair. What about you guys? <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, very specific. I actually know who exactly. Okay. Like by name, I would, I would uh, ask for some advice on uh, or some some expertise to be spoken in. Travis Rice. Okay. Uh, extreme backcountry snowboarder. Oh. So I've been snowboarding since I was nine. Nice. And like, I, I just love watching his videos. Mm. The guy, he's like Superman, but somehow like doesn't have superpowers. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I would, I would love to just be able to have some time to, mm. how do you not freak out when you are staring down? Oh yeah, a massive just cliff, honestly. Yeah. And how do you stay attached to the ground? Yeah, or not, or not. Like, <laughs> and how do you not be afraid? Like when you don't have a parachute and you're flying. Yep. So absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh boy, um, that's neat. I think for me, so like we said before, Polynesian. I there's a specific way to sing Hawaiian songs, and so Hawaiian falsetto. Which is, like, something that you actually have to learn. It's, like, singing generally, you can kind of pick up and you Mm. either have it or you don't. But taking a lesson from somebody who's mastered that and then to learn that would be a skill that I would love to have. Not that there's, like, 
tons of use for it. I guess we're talking about all of our hobbies anyway. Yeah. So it's not like it's on my breakers. resume, like yeah, certified Hawaiian mm. falsettoist. But <laughs> yeah, that's, I think the one that. I'm sure there's a category know. on LinkedIn for that. Absolutely. That's, now the big question is, can we get a sample of an, of an attempt? Oh, oh yeah. boy, no. No. <laughs> no way. Dang it. Oh, man. I could play you guys Hawaiian music later. Yeah. All so right. that we can. Stay monetized. Okay. If we are monetized. Stay monetized. We are not monetized currently, everyone. (laughs) We are missionaries. Um, (laughs) Except Lydia, but she is in her own way. No, she is a missionary. Everyone's a missionary. I don't know how to say that. She is. Everyone's a missionary. Sorry. She's paid or support funded. Is that a different way to put it? You seem offended by me saying that. No. Okay. Gosh, I'm sorry. (laughs) That was the wrong thing to say. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Sip. Uh, So... Lydia, what's your... Okay. What's your next one? This one I think is... Okay, it's going to dive deep pretty quick. Ooh. Which other culture would you choose to be born into? Mm. Other culture. Oh, boy. Um... Somebody else go. Uh, so are we talking like general culture? Like I country think... specific? I think general family culture. Family culture? Sure. Oh, okay. It just says culture. Oh. I'm not the writer of this one. I, I just okay. think it's really interesting. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, like Latin American culture, mm. straight up. Absolutely. Straight I think up. I would even agree with that. Yeah. Uh, more specific, like southern Mexico. Mm. Right, right. Getting close to Guatemala. Not Guatemalan. Sorry, Connor. Um, oh, I'll let you claim that one. Yeah. Uh, Guatemala is awesome. I love it. Lots of friends there, but like, there's just something I love about. I just love Mexico. Mm. Love mm. Mexican culture. Mm. Um, and a lot of my friends growing up were Mexican. So hey, yeah, story plays a lot into that. I imagine mm-hmm. mm. that's yeah. cool. Yeah. No, I think yeah, I definitely think Guatemalan culture is is something that um, <laughs> is so it's so unique uh, in every. I mean, obviously, even in Guatemala as a whole, there are probably thousands of different cultures with the several different Mayan dialects and the Spanish influence and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, just, just a, a community of, of, uh, just like people being so close knit, I think. Mm. And the, especially in like the village setting where it's not as, uh, as city like, it's not as Americanized as what I'll call it, but Westernized, I guess is really what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just, I mean, like, working the land, growing coffee, avocados, like, mm, yeah, that seems legit. I'd probably hate it if I was there, but uh, in my same body in that culture, but since I have arthritis and I wouldn't want to work that much, but, um, this yeah. Sounds like hipster paradise. A- absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So hey, yeah. Grind yeah. coffee beans in my fingers. Um, you know, that's, <laughs> that's legit what some of them do. Sorry. Wow. No, it's Good. cool. Yeah. Um, which other culture would you choose to be born into? Oh, born into, I guess. Is... Which is a big different thing. And yeah. I think it's interesting if this is like a TCK kind of... Yeah, question. Question. I don't... I would just like to have more cultural, like, uh, to be more aware mm. of other cultures. I like learning about other cultures because mm-hmm. I've grown up in a transplant culture, mm-hmm. kind of. Um, but... I think just a different Polynesian culture for me to learn and to see mm. would be cool because there's Hawaiian and Samoan. Those are very different. And then other Polynesian cultures are very different too. Probably like Maori. 
Like okay. being there able to go. do the haka and not feel weird about it. That's like, really dope. Yeah, that would be really cool to be that born into. Strike okay. terror into the hearts of your of your yes. enemies, or yes. Yeah. Yes. By enemies, I mean rugby player. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Why not? Yeah, and I've done more uh, Maori dancing before, but it's never the haka. Like, it's not intimidating. It's like, right. cool, watch me do this. That's fun, but I would like to be able to be actually uh, sure. Maori to Yeah. Mm. It'd there be so go. fun. That's awesome. Do you All right. One? So car- carrying on... This one hits me like right in the feels, mm. um, like hardcore. So the depth thing. So mm. which long lost childhood object would you most like to find? Wow. Mm. I have one that is, I, I don't know if, I can't really think of a whole lot of like long lost childhood things that I'd want to find, except for there was one, there was one year that my uncle, um, who recently had a stroke and has lost a lot of uh, memory because of that. Um, he gave each me and my two brothers an uh, an iron penny from hmm. the like World War II era where they weren't making uh, they were doing using all the copper for bullets instead of um, so they so they made pennies out of iron for a couple of years and we we got him his Christmas gifts and we were like, wow, a penny. Like, it was kind of like, wow, this is dumb. But realizing that I have no idea where that is now and I really wish that I did because it's super awesome and just as, like, memories of my uncle hmm. and uh, and him not having those anymore are, uh, yeah, that's that's one thing for me. I think, like, that is a little feelsy. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, oops. Sorry, that was me. Pause for mute. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's, that's mine. What about you, Lydia? Um, I don't know what happened to it. Me and my brother shared an, this isn't like really childhood. We shared an MP3 player, like right as I was getting into high school. Mm. And I just wish I had it again. Cause it would be such a time capsule of like my life at that point, which like freshman in high school is such a, like a pivotal point. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, you can. I still have like access to all the songs, but I would love just to hear it and to experience actual buttons again too. <laughs> like the yeah. oh, it's got buttons on here, and you can press yep. play and pause, and yep. the playlist mm-hmm. that I put together. That would be so fun. And somehow it just disappeared. Uh, I know, yeah. which in ninth grade is like a blow. It's like I spent yeah. sixty bucks on this. <laughs> oh my gosh! I know. Yeah, sure. So I was like, ugh. But yeah, that mm. would be one thing that I've never found. I have no idea. It's probably my brother's fault, but mm. <laughs> he's not going to listen. So, don't worry. <laughs> I was say, sounds like a conversation happening later. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. That'd exactly. be really funny if he did listen to this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're never going to find it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, you didn't answer the question. No, oh, yeah. no. Uh, I'm glad that I was able to... I ask this question because that means I get to go last. Yes, so prep absolutely. And yeah. Um, yeah. So it's a, it's a, it, there's a book that I had that like, it was one of the first books I learned how to read and lots of great memories tied to it. Uh, Richard Scarry's cars and trucks and things that go. Um, that sounds great. Yes. Awesome. It's a great read. Awesome book. Uh-huh. You know, it's lots of pictures, all kinds of different things. And I'm a super nerd when it comes to like learning about different 
different things. It was kind of like a kid's encyclopedia of real things and then completely made up things like a banana mobile and oh, that's a, so that's awesome. a pickle van and stuff like that. <laughs> yep. um, but it was like, it was a first edition of it. Oh, and wow. like, I, I read that thing almost to death and it was, a, I gave it to my son when he was a year and a half old. Mm. So, and there's a long story behind all of that. So you're yeah. going to have to go back to the, the last time I was on, uh, on the Mobcast yes. and catch some story stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It was great, though. Yeah. Encourage highly to listen to that. Yeah. I think it's up there still. So taste, so a little, little uh, taster to that one. <laughs> yep, yep. You know, my son, I, I, I was a teen dad. And, mm. and yeah, so then having this book that I was going to give to my son, then all my stuff got stolen because of the mm. life that I was living in mm-hmm. and everything. And so I never actually got to, like, give it to him. Mm. I have no idea where we're in. So I was just like, yeah. ah. Just this last Christmas, my wife gave me a copy, and I, like, oh, bawled God. so hard. Mm. But, yeah. Oh, but I would so I would cool. love to have that back. Mm. That's awesome. That my teddy bear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, is science or art more essential to humanity? I think science, absolutely. Um, right, Bill Nye? Why yeah. do you think so? No, 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 not oh. Bill Nye. Don't, don't, oh. it. don't you put that on me. <laughs> he has a great um, theme song, though. Yes, but he's Have also a mechanical him, engineer. Um, not a scientist. So, just um, a science guy yeah, is all he claimed that's to right, be. That's right. <laughs> um, so the reason I think science is more, what was the word? Relevant? No. Essential. Essential. To that's humanity. What it is, to humanity. Because mm. science, in its own special way, when science first kind of quote-unquote came about, which is obviously thousands of years ago, was all about understanding more about like how God did things. And, and mm. I think that that is really cool in the connection point. Like, and I say absolutely, be, but the more I think about it, art has that aspect to it as well, and the beauty and, and so forth of God's creation. It's just so interesting how science, even today, like when you think about the the many things that, that science is connected to with like research and technology and things like that, where almost everything is inspired in some way by God's creation. It's just that today people have this this idea that science is against Christianity. And so I I think that it's essential for that for the reason of searching after how or like even just, even if we don't fully understand it, just like the incredible like intricacy of all these things that God has put um, together in our world today. Mm. That's my thought. I don't like the fact that you have me questioning art now. Uh huh. I'm so on arts. Okay, side. go for it. Do it. Okay, us art people, us enlightened people. <laughs> Yikes! I just think art is so essential to um, stretching our hearts and our minds to understand beyond the time and constructs that we have here on earth. Like it connects us to eternity more, mm-hmm. the more that we dive into art and we need that. Mm-hmm. And so like essential to humanity is actually not very essential to being human because humans live under time and mm-hmm. have to live through this structure that we have here. Mm-hmm. We're mortal beings as just as we are in humanness, but I think we need, it is essential to experiencing our humanity to understand that there's way more to life than just what we see and what we touch and what mm. we feel. And mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
No, that's good. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Connor, you're, you're outnumbered here. <laughs> that's okay. Wrong. Yeah, it's two, two too bad there's only three of us. <laughs> yeah. I think Jeff would actually be on the side of art too, but uh, right. Mr. Bozel, yeah, with yeah. his guitar. guitar. And... I mean, I'm a musical guy. I get art. I mean, I understand art. I just. But you're a music know. theory guy. Though. That's uh, that's fair. That's science. Theory. That is science. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. That's science. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like for me, I look at art as being really the the definitive thing that sets human like humanity apart from animals mm. in a lot of ways. Because um, even animals, though they might not understand the rationale of it being science, mm. you know, primates are able to use tools and there's leverage going on. Uh, basic mm. science stuff. They do on. testing of hypotheses. Right. They yeah. also do art, though. There are a lot of animals that do art. Have that's you seen true. some mating dances and calls? Well, that's I mean, an instinct. Instinct, but it's very artful. <laughs> it is. Artful is a word. But do they create that themselves? Uh, I mean, yeah. I guess that's fair. Like, Dang it. <laughs> like, and I know that there are some animals out there that have been taught to right. have artistic stuff going on. Like but I think elephant? like, by yeah, but and, and there's squirrels out there and stuff. But <laughs> sure. I think like it, it is a primarily, I mean, it's an innate human quality to be mm. artistic. Mm. and to have that creativity. So, like, I think that's mm. the one of the big, from my perspective, the big defining factors of what it means to essentially be human. Mm. All right. I'm sorry you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah. two, out of, two out of three, I must be wrong. Um, you might need a bigger poll. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just a feeler of a person, though. Absolutely. I wouldn't want to exist if there wasn't art. Five, so. right. that's yeah, there's yeah. nice. That's a good high five audio clip. <laughs> yeah. Um, so here's one, and I won't make us go through all of them, but it's, so it's in your opinion, what are the seven wonders of the world? And so how about we do like, in your opinion, the, the three, the top three? Um, one of them is Colorado Aspen trees. In Absolutely. In the fall. And yeah. we're coming up on that. I'm so Bob. So yes. And cool. peak season's it. coming up. Did you see the little map that they put up? No. Oh I'm yeah. So yeah. I love it. It's great. That's my personal okay. wonder. Okay, number one. San Juan Wilderness Area. Mm. That's, the, oh, yeah. that's the place to go. Mm -hmm. mm. Nothing, nowhere else in Colorado mm. better. <sighs> I love all of it. Yeah. I think, Just even like Woodland Park, I'm like, yay! Yeah. <laughs> even though it's technically already is one, it's an ancient wonder, I think. But uh, Machu, not Machu Picchu, the uh, Chichen Itza mm. in Mexico. Like going there and reading all about the incredible, like... Just the fact that they were the first ones with, like, a 365-day calendar. They built this pyramid in the right spot with, like, super primitive tools to where they know when the fall and uh, spring harvest times are because the sun hits it right and there's this, like, snake that, like, shows mm. in a shadow coming down it. Like, and then inside of that temple, they built, like, a moon calendar. So, like, the, the temple has, like, tiers for each uh or there's like not the not the tiers but the stairs so they did like all these things where it's, it's like where art and science come it, together it's amazing <laughs> um if and only there were a sound to capture like how like wild your eyes are right i know describing this. i'm like so it was crazy when just Kirsten imagine I went there. we should put a lot of swishes of your hands oh yeah because that's <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah it's it's incredible i i really uh that blew my mind as the only 
real like wonder that Kirsten and I have been to so far together. We, when we got married, we said we were going to go to the seven wonders of the world before we had kids. Uh, we had Riley. You had your own year wonder. And a half of the world. Yes, we have our wonder, and we love her to pieces. <laughs> but it means mm. that we can't go and see six other. And when you say wonders of the world, seven wonders of the world, there's ancient, there's modern, there's natural. like industrial, natural, mm-hmm. yeah, all those kinds of things that I think are all equally cool. So there's like whatever, 34, 42 different, you know, like uh, mm. wonders of the world. But um, other than that, as far as natural stuff goes, because that's what you guys were talking about, I think the, um, the, the sand dunes actually that are here, the Sand Dune National Park that's in Colorado, mm-hmm. I forget what it's actually... Great sand dunes. The great sand yeah. dunes, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's that's what it is. Um, it's pretty cool how even from like all the way from the highway, you drive like thirty minutes on this road from the main highway to this like corner of mountains where you find the great sand dunes here, and it's really cool that you can like just see this cool natural little like wall corner and the the wind and all that. It's so it's it's pretty neat. And then that they have that one there's like one type of beetle or something that only lives there. Like, that's pretty neat. Yeah. You can tell that it is by the way that it is. Mm-hmm. You're very well-traveled. Yeah. So you probably have seen more wonders than... Actual quote-unquote wonders. <laughs> well, I, I mean, there's... Yeah, I've definitely seen a lot of things. I'll tell you what. Watching, like, getting to see the Great Wall of China, like, from mm-hmm. an airplane, oh, yeah. just flying right over it and basically following that line mm. for a good, like... 30, 40 minutes wow. is really wow. cool. Wow. Um, I really wish I could have been on the ground to see it. No. Um, Still from the air, you get the magnitude of it. Yeah, which is like, holy moly, this the, thing is... And the fact that 30 to 40 minutes on a plane, you can still see it, and yeah. you're going oh, yeah. 500 miles an hour, like, yeah. that's nuts. That's crazy. It's yeah. so crazy. Yeah. And that it didn't work. Sorry. Um, uh... <laughs> I mean, sorry. Man, let down. <laughs> um, <laughs> the buildup. <laughs> Yeah, I will say uh, it's it, it's part nature, like part man-made, but like the tulip fields in the Netherlands. Mm. Oh, yeah. Like just getting to see that at sunrise is yeah. just amazing. Oh, that's awesome. I can't. Absolutely oh, amazing. Lovely. Yeah. yeah. So especially like flying out of Amsterdam and, and oh, yeah. then you have like the backdrop of the oh, Alps, wow. like, way off, and it's just, bam, color, and... Oh, oh yeah. that's that's awesome. That's I might be overselling a little bit, because I was really, really tired also. <laughs> um, actually, every time I've seen it, because nice. I, can't, I can't sleep on a plane. Yeah, me um, neither. Uh, so. I, people who can are very special people. That's true. Yeah. Yep. I can maybe get a 20-minute nap in. Yeah. It's just a mind game. Yeah. On Fair long enough. flights. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I w- and I got okay. a... I, there's one other. Yeah. Um, Tom Selleck's mustache. Oh, that is a natural wonder. Yes. Absolutely. A global wonder. Tom globally. Selleck, we're happy <laughs> to hear that you are doing better. Absolutely. I know you listen. Um, <laughs> yeah. Here's Our to you, one Mr. Selleck. <laughs> if Keep you making Jeopardy till, you, till that day. Yeah, if, till you're, that day if you're listening, get him, get him on here. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. Blessings to the Mayo Clinic for doing all that you do because you're incredible yeah. too. So, all right, guys. So, we're a little over on time. So, we're going to end it here. But... Uh, we hope that you guys who are listening, that you guys will also, um, take a, uh, 
uh, take some time to answer those questions for yourself. Uh, write to us, write, leave a comment, send us an email, whatever. Uh, mobilization at OCI.org. You can email us or Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, I believe you can even leave comments on iTunes and Spotify for uh, podcasts. So if you want to leave a comment below for those uh, to answer any of those questions, we think that uh, that would be really cool. Help us get to know you a little bit better. Thank you to Nate Huntley for joining us for this episode of The Sip. And uh, we will see you guys next Monday uh, and also this upcoming Friday for an episode of Prepare for Impact. Bye. Thank mm-hmm. you.